Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K-Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues. Good evening. Welcome to another edition of Closer Look for Westboro, Boston, Wichenden, throughout Massachusetts. I'm Peter Kay. Tonight, we'll take a closer look at unplanned pregnancies. My very special guest this evening is from First Concern Pregnancy Resource Center. Her name is Rebecca Urban. Rebecca, welcome to Closer Look. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure to have you on the program. Let's jump right in. Share a success story with me, if you would, about uh, someone that you've helped through First Concern. Sure. So it's hard to pick just one, but one that immediately comes to mind is a woman who called on Mother's Day. The reason it sticks out is because it was Mother's Day and it happened a few years ago. And she thought she may be pregnant and was scared. And we encouraged her to come in to the center and take a pregnancy test. And it was positive. And we spoke with her and reassured her, listened to her fears. She had that baby boy, then ended up marrying the father. They have had another child since, and she still comes uh, to First Concern and participates in our mom's groups and other activities. So it's neat to see. What was her first response when that pregnancy test was positive? I can't say because I actually was not the one who met with her, but I would imagine usually the people who come in are terrified if they are pregnant or think that they might be. Typically, when a woman contacts First Concern, is she coming in by herself or how often does she have a support system? That's a good question. It's really different. There's not just one scenario that's true across the board. Usually, the women who are coming in are scared because they lack support. That could be lack of support from a parental figure, a mother or father, lack of support from the boyfriend or significant other. It's always different. From your experience as a man, I'm usually thinking, okay, I'm going to support you in whatever decision you make. Is that really being supportive or is that putting all of the responsibility on her? I think it does put all the responsibility on her and is sort of a guise for being supportive. But truly, you know, these babies, it takes two and the father um, should be an active participant in the pregnancy as well. In this particular case, you're saying that they got married, that he comes in now for parenting classes? He did. Yes. But it's been a little while since I've seen him, but we see her quite regularly. How did you get involved with First Concern? I've been here, I'm coming up on two years. First Concern itself has existed for over 30 years in Clinton. About two years ago, we moved to a much bigger location on High Street in Clinton, so the main road. We quadrupled our 
space, the size of our space, we have 3,500 square feet here. So an enormous center, which is great because we have a huge mom's group and we definitely, God provided, we needed the extra space and we're in a much more visible location, which is nice. And we also around the same time opened our first satellite center in Marlboro, Massachusetts. But you asked uh, how long I've been here and how I got involved. They hired me about two years ago, right when this new space here was being constructed. My background, uh, I'm a mother of six children. I live close by, which is nice. So my commute's pretty easy. But my background was as a childbirth educator and birth doula in the Boston area, which I did and still actively do, just not as much now. I just felt a call from God to work with moms and babies and families. And I've always loved it. And then when this job opened up, there were a lot of things that it just had the hand of God written all over it. And my husband and I prayed about it and it made sense for me to be here. I was feeling called to do more. If you're just joining us, you're listening to Massachusetts Positive, Encouraging K-Love. I'm Peter Kay. This is Closer Look. My very special guest this evening is Rebecca Urban from First Concern Pregnancy Resource Center. Rebecca, what's the best way to connect with you with a question or comment? Going to our website is probably the easiest. It's firstconcern.org. First is spelled out, F-I-R-S-T. All of our contact info is right there. We even have a texting line too. Talk a little bit about the texting line. Anybody who wants to reach us and might be afraid to pick up the phone and call. I think nowadays people are more accustomed to opening up their phone and texting. Somebody from our pregnancy center will get back to them usually pretty immediately. I imagine there, there's a little bit of a, a feeling of, of safety being a bit on the anonymous side, yes. on the texting side yes. of things. And all of our services here too are 100% free and 100% confidential. Even if that is a fear of someone's, they, they need not worry. Take me from texting to my first actual appointment at First Concern. What does that look like? We also accept walk-ins too when we're open and our hours for both centers are on the website. Depending why they're texting, it's generally that they think they might be pregnant or they have some questions about taking a pregnancy test, something along those lines. We'll try to set up an appointment at one of our centers, usually the one that's closest to them. And they come in and meet with one of our client advocates. We can assist them by giving them a free pregnancy test. How much of what you do at First Concern is really listening? A lot, a lot. Listening and asking them their specific fears which can always be addressed. How important is it that you provide a non-judgmental atmosphere at the center? Incredibly important. I think that a lot of times there's feelings of embarrassment or feelings of shame. Everybody who works here um, is very loving, <laughs> not judgmental. One of the things we find is sometimes people just do come in here to talk. It's amazing. And you know, we were talking a little earlier about the types of women who come in here. And it's really hard to say like there's not one type, but one common denominator I'd say tends to be 
lack of parental support or lack of a parental figure in their lives. So I think for a lot of these moms and dads, we can really sort of fill that role for them. I love that we're able to be with them, not just in the beginning, but all the way through and after their babies are born. It's one thing that makes First Concern stand out. As a father of five myself, I want to get a little free advice from you. Let's say that one of my daughters comes to me and says, Dad, I'm pregnant. What should I say? Or maybe better yet, what should I not say? Whew, that's a good question. Uh, well, first, I would say that if your daughter did come to you, that's that's a really good sign that she has a close relationship to you. I would say most of the people who are coming here have not told their parents and are very scared. I would, as a parent, tell her that you love her and that everything is going to be okay. And you could even come with her to a pregnancy center like First Concern and see the kinds of support that we have available. We've been using the word support a lot. Yeah. What does that look like in the real world at First Concern? One of the things we try to do in the initial consultations with people is find out really what their specific needs are. Almost always, those are things that are pretty basic and things that we can address right here, right now. Sometimes some of the greater needs we'll refer out to for housing. There's a wonderful pregnancy home in Worcester called the Visitation House that is run by wonderful people who will take in pregnant women and have all sorts of programs for them to help them and support them through the pregnancy and even after as well. But we have all sorts of parenting support here, classes, videos. We have an earn while you learn program. And what that means is parents can come in, watch a video and meet with a client service advocate and then answer a few questions on a worksheet, go through it with them. It could be something on pregnancy. It could be something on birth. It could be my baby's crying and I don't know what to do. Or even in the toddler years, potty training, we have all sorts of different videos. And the parents earn what we call baby bucks, and then they can spend them in our store. And that baby boutique that we have here on site has all new items. Everything is new because they've earned it and they should get new things things. And there's diapers, strollers, baby clothes, and those items are all donated by churches. Again, we're taking a closer look at unplanned pregnancies this evening on Closer Look on Positive Encouraging K-Love. I'm Peter Kay. We're speaking with Rebecca Urban, the Center Director of First Concern Pregnancy Resource Center. Again, Rebecca, two different centers if you'd uh, give out the mm -hmm. contact information. Sure. So the easiest way to find us is on our website, firstconcern.org. And we have a center in Clinton, Massachusetts, and one in Marlboro, Massachusetts. Take me inside one of the parenting classes. The Earn While You Learn program is all individually based. So they're not group classes. You could come in or a woman could come in with her boyfriend, husband, alone. We ask her what she's interested in watching. And it usually, you know, corresponds to whatever stage of pregnancy or parenthood she's in. Most of the videos are about 20 minutes. And then she has the opportunity to answer questions and speak with the client service representative who's assisting her. 
Now, you also have mom groups. Those are very popular. We actually have two different ones. We have one every Tuesday morning at 10 o'clock where moms are free to bring toddlers, babies. It can get kind of quite noisy back there, but it's lots of fun. And then we have another one on Monday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. A lot of times we have volunteers who offer free child watch in the back room for those moms. And that one tends to be like an actual topic of discussion, like they're doing, you know, meal planning or budgeting or things like that. One thing that we didn't mention initially, you had said that you offer pregnancy tests. Yes. Um, but as far as ultrasounds go. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so we do ultrasound referrals. We do not have an ultrasound machine here. We're a non-medical center. We refer to some other centers in the area, CareNet and Fitchburg and Clearway Clinic in Worcester when a mom needs an ultrasound. Again, is that ultrasound free to her or no? Yes. In both of those places, they're free. How important is the ultrasound? It depends on the situation. A lot of studies show, you know, that sometimes seeing is believing. You really can't argue when you see an ultrasound with a baby and a beating heart. Uh, So I think it's a very important piece of what we do. A lot of the moms who come to our center, though, for the free pregnancy tests may not be so far along yet, but we still refer them typically to Clearway or CareNet. It's interesting to me because you said, you know, seeing is believing. Yeah. You weren't always a believer yourself. Right. So I converted to Christianity, specifically Catholicism, uh, when I was 19 years old. I'm now 36. So it was a long time ago, but still pretty young, you know, to come into a faith. I was raised in a pretty secular family, never gave too much thought to religion or or really even the pro-life issue, to be perfectly honest. However, your professional career was doing just that with birthing and being a, a doula. Right. After I got married uh, and had my first child, it was a really life-changing experience, as it always is for people. Certainly. And I started teaching childbirth classes. I got licensed and just kind of for fun out of my house. And it really grew and it grew bigger than I ever imagined it would. And I ended up getting an office in Boston. And then I became a birth doula, which is a non-medical professional who assists women in labor. We'll go with them to the hospital and kind of provide that one-on-one continuity of care. Oftentimes people will meet with their doctor throughout their pregnancy and develop a relationship. And then they're met with a totally different doctor during the delivery and nurses they've never met before and whatnot. So I saw a real need to to help families and especially families who'd had difficult circumstances before. Maybe they had a traumatic birth or maybe they lost a baby and they find themselves expecting again. So a lot of the work that I do is with parents who have trauma issues and find themselves um, pregnant. That's separate from the work I do at First Concern, though not really, which is interesting. It's just uh, a different crowd, but I, I love it. I really do feel like moms and babies are my calling. Is there a misconception out there, you feel, of what goes on at First Concern and maybe what doesn't go on at First Concern? I don't know about First Concern 
in particular misconceptions. We've actually been really well received in Clinton. We've been here over 30 years now. I mean, the location we're in now is only two years old, but we've been part of the community for a really long time and really so much support from our community. But I think in general, I think the criticism that you often hear that kind of hurts the most is that, oh, those pro-lifers do nothing once the babies are here. One thing I can say about First Concern, one reason I just love what we do so much is that we're really with these families every step of the way. We're not just a pre-decision center. We work with them literally every step of the way from the pregnancy test to helping them and counseling them through the pregnancy. And I even started a volunteer birth doula program here so that they can have support in the labor room as well. Then afterwards, we're here to help them postpartum. We even have breastfeeding volunteers who are peer counselors who can help them. The moms groups, it just goes on and on. We even have uh, father mentors as well. With the father mentors, is that a service that is widely used or is it tougher to get the dads in the door? So I think in general, it's harder for men to ask for help. I see it as a huge need. You know, one common thing I find is that the dad of the baby has such power to sway the mom. Usually these moms really want to keep their babies. That's what their instincts are telling them. I can say a lot of things, but if the dad turns to her and says, we can do this, often that's all she needs to hear. And I had also said earlier that a common denominator tends to be a lack of parental support or even like a lack of a parental figure that's a good role model. So one of the reasons that I love the Father Mentor Program is we're really building strong families here and strong dads. Right now, the program is pretty active. We have a few male volunteers who've been you know, properly screened, their dads themselves. And the way that program works is more of a friendship and mentoring program. They'll go out for coffee. They'll talk on the phone, but that's also totally confidential. So it gives these dads, you know, a friend and a father mentor for themselves. Rebecca Urban of First Concern. To this point, we've been talking about what First Concern offers moms and dads. Mm -hmm. I want to turn that around, look on the other side of the coin. What are some ways that we can help First Concern? Oh, so everything that we offer here is free. We don't charge for any services. We get all of our funding strictly through private donations and from churches and local community organizations. We have a very strong supporter base. We have a banquet, an annual fundraising banquet every year in October. This year, it'll be Friday, October 16th in Lemonster, Massachusetts. Last year, Abby Johnson was our speaker and we had 650 people and filled the hotel to capacity. We 
plan to get just as exciting of a speaker this year. So coming to the fundraising banquet is a great way to get to know us better. If you're a part of a church, we'd love to speak with you. We also do a baby bottle drive, which is a really easy fundraiser for churches to um, get on board with. We have these very cute baby bottles. They really look like piggy banks and we can drop off a bin of them and everybody can take one home, fill it with change. That actually raises a lot of money for us. There's lots of ways to help. We're Rebecca Urban of First Concern. Thank you so much for you what you do each and every day at First Concern, certainly for taking the time out of a busy schedule to chat with us tonight on Closer Look. What would you tell me if I'm a woman that just found out that I'm pregnant and maybe it's not the best situation? I would definitely encourage you to come into one of our centers. And even if you don't live locally, call anyway, text anyway. We have a huge net of resources that we can refer you to other pregnancy centers in your area. We've seen so many situations that a woman feels hopeless in that have turned out to be beautiful miracles. We've had women come back, actually one recently, who had come here 11 years ago, scared, pregnant, came in. She ended up having her baby. She's now about to graduate from nursing school. She's pregnant again. God has a way of working things out. Sometimes it's not the way we had hoped or the way we planned for ourselves, but it's always better than what we had planned. And so I'd love people to come in, talk to us, see what we're about. We can really talk to you about what the options are, listen to your fears and help you. I also wanted to say that for people who do make the difficult decision to terminate their pregnancy, even if it was many years ago, we've had people many years ago who made that decision and are still really suffering. We offer support afterwards as well. So please reach out to us about that as well. If you would like more on my conversation with Rebecca Urban of First Concern Pregnancy Resource Center, feel free to email us closerlook at klove.com. That's closerlook at klove.com. For Closer Look, I'm Peter Kay. This has been Klove Closer Look. Find us online at klove.com.